I don't know, lately I'm just so concerned with how many people claim to be Christian and claim to love God and claim to be, you know, reading a Bible, going to church every Sunday. It's so scary how many people that look like they got these angel wings and halos. And then what I'm seeing actually in the spirit, though, like, it's it's one thing when you're not perfect and you able, you know, sometimes the devil able to use you. You're just not perfect. I get that. But, like, to be full on, like, working for the devil and allowing him to, like, like, you're, you know what you're doing. You're allowing him to use you. If you're just being used because of your mistakes, because of your sin, because of not being perfect, cool. But you allow, like, you want to be used by the devil. And I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what nobody say. It's everybody. Like, it's really like everybody. Like, I don't care what nobody say. Everybody got a price. Everybody got a price. And I'm sure a lot of people be like, no, that's not true. You know, I know this person. I, I know that person, such, such, such. When I say everybody, actually, that's really not true. Like, every single person, no. That would include me. There's a few people who definitely not like that. But it's a majority. Like, it's way too many people. Way, way, way too many people. It's weird. Like, it's really creepy. Like, and then it'll be my word against a bunch of people's word. But it don't even matter because it's like everybody, you know... All these people going along with it anyways. It don't even matter. Like, they know I'm telling the truth. Like, I... You know that. you just a Satanist. Like, you're a devil worshiper. So, like, you don't care. And it's creepy. It's so creepy because, like... Okay, so... I could call my bank and get a random person. Just a random person who just living their day-to-day life, working their day-to-day job whatever and they being used by the devil i can call the the hospital these doctors these doctors are supposed to be sworn in secrecy with your medical records they're supposed to be they're supposed to be the people who is kind of like angels like i always saw doctors nurses um paramedics as like angels they supposed to be like angels for real. And the, they being used. Even they being used. Then it's the police. The police. I even see some. I even saw. Like despite what people think. Like black people don't like police etc. But I've even saw certain police officers as like angels. Because they save lives. They being used by the devil. I don't care what nobody say. After what I've seen. Anybody is being used. Everybody's being used because everybody got a price. And nobody that loyal and that faithful to God. They can't be. Because it gets to a certain level or a certain extent of something. And you fold. You won't go that far. You won't do that much. You won't work that hard. All that's not really worth it to you. And 
I hate to say, I hate to be that one, that person, but it's like, even some people, it's like, it's to prove a certain point, just to prove a point. But that being said, I also got to take into consideration, like, God has me set apart for a different mission. So I understand that, like, this might just be part of that mission. This might just be, people can't do what I'm doing, only I can do it. It might just be that. And then at that point, I have to understand that like, I cannot hold you to what God holding me to. This is my mission. This is for me. You know, this is my journey. But besides all of that, all these people who's being used, all these people who are going along with this mess and just like, like really just like, no, it's the devil involved. No, it's demons. No, it's witches. No, it's sorcerers. No, it's occult members. No, it's the Illuminati. No, it's all this devil worshiping, saying this stuff, and just going along with it. Like, oh my God! Like, I don't know what to say, because, like, I can fight them in the spirit. That's what I gotta do. Ephesians six eleven say, for we do not battle against flesh and blood, but against spirit, but against principalities of power of darkness in the heavenly realms principalities and powers of darkness in the heavenly realms so i can't fight you you know i can't go to the police and fight you that's fighting the flesh and blood i can't go to you know i can't go and get on those platform these platforms and 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 fight you in that way because the only way i could do that is to tell people to pray for me or to tell people to pray other than that, like you, they control in the media. They control what gets seen. They control how many views. They control who, who comes across my videos. They control the amount of people that come across my videos. They control whether my video can even be uploaded if they really feel like it's that much of a threat. But they're so confident in the fact that they control people, period. So it's not a threat to them. Even if I went in front of the whole world and say, hey, this is what's happening. And everybody knew it was true. That's how confident they are that they have control over the masses. I can go and tell everybody it don't matter. They still going to be able to use you. Literally, I can come to you right now and say, hey, guess what? It's a demon controlling everything that is going on right now in this world. It's a it's a witch. It's a sorcerer. This 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 is being controlled. That's being controlled. You're being controlled. And literally, they'd be like, I don't know what they would say, but I just know that they would go right back to doing whatever it was. I just told them. I just told you. Now, there's no, like, I don't understand. I, I don't expect you to be able to throw your whole life away right now. I don't expect that. But you would just, like, not even care at all. Like, they don't care. I don't know how to explain it. All I know is when I'm fighting in the spirit... When I'm fighting demons, there's very few people who actually help, who actually on the right side. Very, very few people. God showed me Marcus Rogers, and Marcus Rogers is definitely on the right side. He showed me my friend from when I was younger. She's definitely on the right side. He showed me a few people who are definitely on the right side, but everybody else is way too many people. I can't say everybody else. I think it's probably some more people I would have to come in, come into contact with. But it's way too many people who are just on the wrong side. A few are neutral, but it's kind of hard to be neutral. It really is kind of hard to be neutral. To be neutral is to be stupid. Period. To be neutral is just to be dumb. To choose being dumb. 
And it's very, I don't know, it's, it's just very few people who's doing that. Like, the people who is, you know, being used to kind of like as fillers, you know, they not necessarily neutral. They not necessarily neutral because they like, I feel like, you know what you're doing. You're not neutral. You on, you picked your side. You're on the wrong side. But, like, the neutral people are the people who are, like, they don't know what's going on. They just don't. They don't know what's going on. Those people, you know, they can be used, but they always think they're doing something else. They don't They don't think that they're doing exactly what, what they actually is doing. And there's way too many people on the wrong side trying to play that neutral role or trying to play like they're good. No, I know the difference. You on the wrong side. You pretending like you're neutral or you pretending like you're good. You on the wrong side. And it's just so frustrating to me because it's like, I wonder, like, I really do wonder, like, what I would have been, like, who I would have been or what I would have said if somebody like me came up to me and told me all this stuff was going on. What would I have decided to do in that moment? Would I have decided to be like, oh, well, whatever, like, I might as well, you know, join with everybody else? Or would I have decided to just been like, no, what, what do you need me to do? What needs to be done? Like, let's start, let's work together. Let's fight. I'm fighting with you. Like, I'm not about to let you deal with this by yourself. Or am I just going to keep going along with it because I want to fit into the crowd? I've never been the type. i never been the type to want to fit into a crowd. So I know what I would have did. I've always been the type of like, okay, stand alone or very few on my side. I know that I'm on the right side. That's what matters to me. Because what do I look like being on the wrong side? And ain't no, ain't no bunk beds and caskets. If you die doing this, who going with you? Like, who's going, who's going to be in the same hell cell as you? I'm just trying to understand why you feel like you need to join the crowd and do all this stuff and be a follower when you're going to hell alone on, according to your own mistakes. Nobody else's. Just you. But you... You love the hype. You love the crowd. I don't get it. I don't get that part. But, you know, some people, they just like, you know, I can't do it alone. Some people, they just cannot stand on their own ten toes. Some people really cannot stand on their own ten toes. They cannot... They need other people. They need it. If they don't have nobody backing them up, if they don't have nobody going along with what they say, if they don't have nobody, you know, co-signing, they don't have nothing. They don't have no power. They don't have nothing. They need that. So it's like I'm realizing I have to fight that type of mentality. I'm fighting that mentality because it's going to be, it's too easy. Like when you were saying, it's easy for him to give you that. He can give you you know how many people can give you that just go along with what you say just because it's you? Not because it's right. Not because it makes sense. Just because it's you. That's easy. That's too easy. Like, you know how many millions I got? I can go get you 500 people right now. They don't really give a, They don't care what you're fighting about. They don't care if it's true. They don't care if it's right. But they just going to go along with it just because I tell them to. You know how easy that is? Imagine being one of those millions. That's that's besides the point. But imagine, you know, feeling like you need that and that's not worth nothing. That's not worth that's literally worth zero because they don't really care about that. Whatever you're doing really making sense or being right or being worth something. They're just doing it just to do it. 
they're just doing it for whatever they was promised. They're just doing it for whatever benefit. A lot of times they're not getting no benefits. They're just doing it because everybody else doing it. And imagine, you know, somebody who can tell, who can see the validity in that. Like, I see if it's just a bunch of people just like you who don't see that that's worth nothing. But somebody who can see the validity of that, validity of that standing on the other side. Like, literally, you got all these people with you. You got millions and you still worth nothing your side worth nothing what y'all stand for worth nothing because y'all not standing for nothing at the end of the day if i was decide to be just like you right now or say you know i just all i need is numbers i get all them people too they don't care what they standing for they not standing for nothing they just followers and if they not followers and they just you know weaklings they are weaklings and i don't i don't know like i i guess you gotta like i get that's why a lot of people be mad at me a lot of people be mad at me because you're not about to be over here just because it look good for your your image your appearance you're not about to be over here just because you know somebody told you to you're not going to be over here just because you want to be a filler. Or you want to follow. No, like, why are you really over here? You don't agree with what I'm saying? You don't see what I'm talking about? Like, you don't see the logic in it? Like, if you over here and you want to figure that out and you and you and I can teach you that, I can get you to that point where you understand. That's another thing. But you don't even care about understanding. You just want to be here like, duh, like nothing's going on in your brain. You just here. Why would I want you here? What are you here for? I don't need fillers. Because when it come down to it, the real war, when it's really time to fight, you falling first. And I would be a messed up person if I just needed you to stand on the front line and just take the hits. I guess you just a, 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 a wall to hold them off a couple seconds. Because you ain't doing nothing else. What else is you doing? And that's just crazy to me. Like, we, like, I don't know. Like, we, we in that type of... Like, it's not even that. I can't say it's that era. It's been like this. It's been like this since the world started, since the world was formed. It's been a bunch of people who choose to be that kind of person. And it's just aggravating. It's frustrating because it's like, I don't know how you even function. How do you function correctly? How are you functioning? Please, please explain to me how you're able to function because... You not, you don't, you don't make sense. You you don't care about making sense. Like none of that stuff matter. But I don't know. I always get, you know, always get the people against me that, you know, can see that. They can see that. I'm not about to just be on your side just because, you know, it look good. I'm not going to just be on your side knowing that, you know, you ain't really about nothing. I'm not finna just be on your side wasting my time. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Not knowingly. No, I am not. Now, you could, you know, lie to me and tell me something. Then I'm end up over there because I didn't know, you know, because you, you did all of this and ran back and forth, running around in circles like a chicken with your head cut off to get me to believe these lies and manipulated me. That's one thing. But for me to just knowingly be over there, you crazy. I never be over there. and You know it. And that's why I always get attacked by people like that. 
people who can't control me in that manner. It's so easy for me to control all these weak people who don't really care what they stand for. They don't really stand for nothing. They just don't want to stand alone. It's easy for me to control them. So when you come around and you actually stand for something and you making them look dumb, you making them question what they do. And actually, you make me look stupid because I'm okay with having people like this. When I've been new, that that's embarrassing. That's way too embarrassing to have all these people who don't stand for nothing. They don't care about nothing for real. They're weak. You go have a conversation with them. You're like, yeah, you know, you on their side because of this. You on their side because of that. Yeah, whatever you say. I'm just over here. You don't have a real reason why you over there. And whatever reason, and okay, let's say some people do got a reason. Let's say you got a reason. Your reason, the reason that you got is either weak or it's just something you just saying. Just so you can look like you got a reason. You don't really stand for that. Want to know how I know? Because somebody else come around with something like, I guess, more enticing for you. And you jump over there. What about what you was just standing for? I thought you were standing for that. So your feet wasn't really, you know, nailed to the ground. You really wasn't standing for nothing. You don't stand for nothing. And, like, I don't know. I can never be that. I don't care what age I am. Because people think it's got something to do with being young. Or, no, it don't. It's older people doing this. It's young people doing this. It's people of all ages doing this. It got, it's not, it's not, it don't have nothing to do with age. Or the area you grew up in. Or the environment you grew up in. It got everything to do with mindset. Because no matter what environment I'm in, I'm still the same person. No matter what age group I'm around, I'm still the same person. None of that matters. None of that really is anything. And that's just another way to validate. You can't stand alone. You need somebody to co-sign for you. You need that. And when you don't have it, you don't feel like nothing. You're not doing anything. You're not making no noise without that. Because you need it. And I, I can't with that. I really can't. So I could look like I'm not doing nothing. I could look like I'm not worth nothing. I could look like I'm not about nothing. But as long as I really am, it don't matter. It don't matter what it look like. But as far as you, you could look like you doing something. You could look like you about something. You could look like you making something happen. But as long as you really not, what do that really matter? You really not making nothing happen, though. As far as when it comes to real life and actually elevating, building, or growing in any type of way, it's when it's outside of appearance or what it looked like, you're not doing nothing. But as, a far, as far as real life goes with me, no matter what it looked like, in appearance, it don't look like I'm doing nothing. It look like I'm moving. It don't, make like, it don't look like I'm budging. It don't look like I'm making nothing shake. But when it comes to real life, as far as what's really going on, it's, I'm actually moving. I'm actually building. I'm actually growing. You'll see that soon. And then by the time you see that, you can't take none of that back. It always reminds me of the episode of Spongebob. When it was the crab, I mean the lobster, who worked out. He really was strong. And he was in the strongman competitions. And then it was Spongebob who came. He went, he saw this, he saw the ad on TV. Look like you a big man. Look like you be working out all the time. He blew up him some muscles and everybody jumped on him. Oh my God, he's so strong. He needs to be in a strongman competition. Then when he got in a strongman competition, what happened? His arms fell off. As far as, as, as opposed to the lobster who ended up losing all his whole crowd. And he really was who he said he was. 
Then when he get in the competition, he actually he thinking he gonna lose, and he actually win because he really put in that work. Those was real muscles. They wasn't blow up muscles. These are not blow up muscles. I don't know what you're doing over there. You over there blowing your muscles up. That's air. It's nothing there. It just looked like it. Like, as far as I feel like, I feel like all the, all those people over there with you, the crowd you got, all the clout, all that stuff, that's just styrofoam fillers. That's not no real weight. You don't have no real weight over there. As opposed to over here, it don't look like that. But eventually, it's going to get built up like that. It's coming in. And by the time it, it, it really matters... By the time it actually makes a difference, you're going to see. You're really going to see that you can't take this away. It's not fake. This is real muscles. This, this is hard work. And I can't wait. I really can't. I mean, I can't wait, actually, because like I said, I'm building that. I want it to be built up. I don't want it to be like I couldn't wait and I faked it. Like, that don't last. And that's weak to me. But that's that's really like what I'm dealing with. And like it's amazing how you got the people who faking it, who look like they doing something when they not. And they all the time they got all the time in the world to stop you from actually doing something. See, that's how I know you're not doing nothing. Because if you was really doing something, wouldn't you be so preoccupied with what you been what you supposed to be doing? I don't understand how it seemed like when you when you ask people as a on the appearance and what all the crowds talking about it looked like you doing all this but i know that you're not because you always worry about me you always over here trying to stop me so i know you're not really doing nothing all that's for fake and the only reason you trying to stop me and you got all this time to stop me is because i'm actually going to expose you by really doing what it is i said i was doing so you gotta you know you gotta Put on this show. You got to do all this stuff. You got to control all these outside things in order to try and stop me from really doing what I'm going to do. Because that's going to expose that you ain't been doing nothing this whole time. Everybody's going to look at what I've been doing and think like, wait, hold on. So what you been doing? Nothing. All that was for a show. Okay. So we now see. But at by that time, it's like, I don't even know how it feels because... Do you really care whether somebody was really doing that or not? Because where was you the whole time when you knew I was doing that? When you knew I was really working? When you knew I was really building? What was you doing? Oh, you was over there clout chasing. So I don't really know how to feel about that either. I don't know. Should you continue clout chasing with somebody who really ain't got nothing to show for what they doing? It just what it looked like? Or should you come over here? Because... Whether you do or don't, guess what? I'm still building. That's just what that is. But you can always tell the reals from you can always tell the real from the fakes. I don't care what you say. So if it's somebody that's like, you know, they finally figuring it out, it's like, where was you at too? Where was you? How can you tell? I always could. You must have not been trying to see. Or you just didn't care. Like which one is it? But I don't know, like whatever, whatever going on with that. I just know that I got a bunch of people who's supposed to be so busy, look so busy any other time. You pull up any of their social medias, 
you look at their life and all they supposed to be accomplishments and you see that they supposed to have been so busy they don't have the time matter of fact if you ain't who if you ain't me you call them and you know invite them to something or tell them that you need them for something they too busy with their accomplishments but me, I know. See, they can't be too busy with their accomplishments because they ain't doing nothing but bothering me and trying to stop me. How you busy with that, but you doing this? Can you be in two places at one time? If that's possible for you to be in two places at one time, then obviously that's a whole nother issue, which I've been talking about. Yes, you are in two places at one time, which also just proves what I just said. All that stuff is for fake and for show. If you can be in two places at one time, then you can make that look like what it's not. Like you've been doing. But, you know, whatever. Because it's not like, you know, me speaking the truth is going to make you change something. You've been knew the truth when you was doing it. The only thing it do is make you mad. Clearly. But I can't with that because eventually, you know, eventually you see that you get around the right people. You get around the people who not doing it. You get around the people who really don't got time because they really is working on that stuff. You get around the people who really make sense. They really do make sense. They doing this for real. And I'm not talking about just like, you know what, let me just give me something to do and make it look like I'm doing something. And then I'm in behind the scenes, I'm actually finessing this. Behind the scenes, I'm actually like faking it. No, really doing that for real. And it's hard work. And you can't fake it. That's me. And I know because when I get to fighting this stuff, look look at me. Innocent, pure-hearted thinking, oh my gosh. As soon as I get into all of this, you know, it's going to be, you know, I'm going to be working hard. I'm going to be doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to be where I'm supposed to be. And you know it. Why would anybody want to stand in the way of that? Because everybody's sitting up here talking about how they love stuff like that. How they love people like that. Everybody's on the side of building and motivating and being where you're supposed to be and getting where you're supposed to be. Everybody love that, right? Everybody love God, right? But then as soon as you get to doing that, you fighting everybody who said they love it. What? I don't get it. I don't understand. Why are you fighting me? I thought you said you love this stuff. I thought you said this is what you want to see more. I thought this is what you motivate. Why are you fighting me when I'm really doing that? I'm telling you, the only way you can ever expose fake or lies or false is to bring the truth, period. And whenever the truth come around, you see people's true colors. I'm telling you, people will kill you about the truth. People will destroy you about that truth. Because your truth expose they lie period and that's just what it is but i'd rather be the truth exposing a lot than a lie hiding from the truth i wish i would but anyways that's all really quick i just wanted to say that um it's so obvious that people are able to be used in a funny way that the funny ways they're being able to be used by these witches but like i said i learned that some witches control her regions but it's funny because that noise you heard in the background of the last video, the last episode, that 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 noise started as soon as I start talking. But then as soon as I stop talking, they done. 
like they really just came outside just to make noise to try and ruin the background of this so i don't post it but i'm still gonna post it so ignore that and just know that anytime you hear some extra noise some oh extra outside noise that's because these witches literally sending people to go and make noise and try to ruin my videos because they're literally trying to destroy everything i'm trying to build everything i'm trying to do and all the points i'm trying to make but that right there like anybody would say anybody who knows what's going on that the only reason they would be doing that is if you winning if you really doing something they wouldn't be trying to destroy nothing that's not worth nothing but also just take take heed take heed that you know these witches really got that much control they're able to do this kind of stuff but only when you on a level where you actually doing something with god you actually trying to make a difference you actually making a change and you actually stopping something like for example just read the bible with your genuine heart and read it like you mean it and love god for real and do it all the time do it every day not just on sundays like really mean it and really make a difference and really take heed and really start trying to change see the noise again it only happens when i'm here talking to make and really speaking the truth but really read the bible with your whole heart and really make a difference and really mean it and you will start seeing exactly what i'm talking about you will start seeing i'm not making this up so i had a vision a long while back and this vision like This was around the time where I was worshiping God the most and I was getting closest to God. And like demons was coming off of me, demons was coming off my family. And I was just feeling like like the more I worshiped, it felt like the more was happening, the more was was being done, the more was being revealed to me. And in this time, around this time, when I was worshiping like this, like the most, the most information was being revealed to me. Like so much was being revealed to me to the point where now when I think back on it, I wonder if, because at the time I told myself, they're going to say, the devil going to say anything to get me to stop worshiping the Lord or turn against the Lord because the devil don't want me to you know accomplishes the devil don't want me to ultimately win the devil don't want me to do what it is the lord you know has set me out to do has placed me to do has put in my heart to do and the devil was telling a bunch of lies so i couldn't tell the difference but now looking back on it i realized a lot of the stuff that the devil was saying i just refused to believe because i believed it was a, a distraction a lot of that stuff is questionable because not that it made a lot of sense, not that any of this made sense, and it wasn't supposed to because God is moving in such a way where it's like it's you can't base it off of, you know, he told me to forget everything I thought I knew. And, like, I was battling so many different thoughts and different things that was being told to me that, you know, it's funny how I could even discern which what part I wanted to believe or I could believe because it was so much stuff being said that it's like everything contradicted everything. It's almost like so I don't want to say it's Jesus fighting the devil because I don't believe that Jesus ever has to fight the devil, but it was me fighting him and Jesus like 
you know, giving me the power to do it. But I just, like, it was so much stuff. So much stuff was being said, like, that I should have wrote down. But I decided not to because I said to myself that if I write this down, is that, you know, first of all, it was so much stuff being said 24-7 constantly that if I wrote it down, like, I would never be able to stop writing. It was even enough I could write. Like, I was, imagine having a million different people talking at once in your mind all the time. You can't write all that down. You can't even catch all of it. But the stuff that you are catching, the stuff that you are hearing, you're trying to make sense of. And it's all contradicting each other. It's like everybody believed. And in, in, in this moment, in this at this time, I was realizing that people have make, made it to different points with and we're in their beliefs and people believe different things and i feel like the devil gets somebody to believe whatever he can get them to believe because he's such a good liar so if you start digging into stuff start making sense of stuff or trying to look for logic and trying to make it make sense he's basing it off of what you will believe if you won't believe it he'll say something else if you won't believe that he'll scrap the entire idea and start fresh with something new like, he's such a liar that it's hard for you to discern which is the truth. So, you have to understand why, even with all this stuff, whether it made sense or not, or whether it was proof to prove it or not, I couldn't, I didn't know what to believe. Because, let's say I decided to believe something. He's going to keep going with that. He's going to add on to that. He's going to take that as far as he can take it. And then, once I say, nah, none of that is, none of that is true, or I, don't, I choose not to believe that because it don't feel like that's right then next thing i know i'm you know i scrapped the whole idea and then he's like okay so you won't believe that so maybe you'll believe this and then he jumped to this and it's like but wait i thought you just said it was that like it's all he does is lie so it gets to the point where you can't believe none of it you can't even believe none of it and it's funny because some of it was actually true and it's like how do you know what's true and what's not you don't you don't like you have to you can fight you can use the spirit of wisdom and discernment that the lord gave you and that only comes with trusting god that means that you can't listen to none of, none of it you can't believe none of it and when you're not believing none of it the devil he's thirstier for you he wants you more now he's fighting harder to get you on his side now the more you trust god the more you stay on god's side because if you choose him you know you chose me you know I just give you whatever I feel like giving you. But if you will never choose something, I give you whatever you want. But it don't start off like that. It don't start off, I give you whatever you want. It start off, I give you this, I give you this, I give you this. When you don't want nothing, it's I give you whatever you want. And it's like, even still, whatever it is he's offering, it's not what you could have. I'm telling you, the devil is such a trickster and a liar. So... You can't believe nothing. So the whole time, I'm not believing nothing. But it's amazing how this stuff is turning out to be true. And even then, when stuff is turning out to be true, like literally predicting the future on a daily basis, like I would hear this devil tell me something early in the day, and then later on it happens, no matter what I did that day. Like I know you said it, and whether I chose to believe it or not, I went on about my day and did whatever I, I felt like doing, and some odd way it still happened. Or I hear them saying something like, make her trip down the stairs and then i will you know 
carefully walk down the stairs and somehow I end up still tripping down the stairs. Or I've, I read, I read like years ago, witchcraft works like they, they put a, they put a spell on you and they make you do something and then, you know, it happens naturally. So, for example, if they say I want her to, you know, or it happens in some type of freak accident, but regardless, it's what this, it's the spell they put on you. So, say if they want like you to, I don't know, waste all your money. Say they want you to spend all your money, waste all your money, and never have no money to show for it. All you know is you bought this, you bought that, and you don't remember what you bought. Like, you don't have no money to show for it. That's how the spells work. Or, say, for example, like, they put a spell on you to, like, I don't know, um, die or something. Like, they didn't have to actually kill you. They didn't send nobody to kill you. But let's say you, you just got into a car accident and died. They still put that spell on you to die. But they didn't have to touch you. They didn't have to be there. And it looked like, you know, it was just a, a car accident. And it's so crazy because that's like how the witchcraft work. And that's how it was kind of working. Where they like, you know, they put in spells on me daily. They're saying stuff like, you know, um, she's going to, I don't know, like, what's an example? Um, oh, she's going to drink today. She's going to drink. And then, like, even if, you know, maybe I didn't I didn't have the money to drink or I didn't plan on drinking or, you know, whatever, somehow I end up drinking that day. But I can't say that for everything because a lot of times the only way to fight is with the Bible. The only way to fight them is to read the Bible. And it's funny how, you know, I'll start reading my Bible and I realize that I had I switched completely. Like, I completely got pulled out of something. When I started reading my Bible, when I picked up my Bible and started to read it, like, I felt something completely leave me to the point where I feel like a different person. That was a different person before I picked up this Bible. And that's the kind of spirits they put on you. The kind of spirits they put on you, you don't even know it's not you. You think it was your idea. You think you decided to do that. You think that, you know, you in control. And then you pick up the Bible and the spirit leaves you. And you like, wait. Like, that wasn't me that whole time. And the only time you even get to realize that that wasn't even you the whole time. Is when, like, you really, like, you really fighting in the spirit. Sometimes you don't even notice it. A lot of times, that's not even enough. So, like, you have to be reading your Bible a lot. You have to really be genuinely seeking God. If you're not genuinely seeking God, like, I don't even know what to tell you. You could be operating in the wrong spirit right now, and you don't even know it. Like, it could be a spirit on you right now. Think, you thinking it's you. Like, for years, I did makeup. I did makeup so good. I literally had to learn how to do makeup very well. The whole time, that was a spirit. I feel the spirit calling me. I hear the spirit calling me back so many different times. Then I pray and I get like, and the Lord is really trying to keep me from it. But the more I let the spirit entice me, the harder it is to resist. And like hair. I loved hair. I've been doing hair since I was young. And then I find out like that was a whole spirit the whole time. Like that was really, I want to say that was exactly, a, yeah, that was, that was a spirit. Like all of it was a spirit, the hair, the makeup, the even wanting to look cute for anybody. That was a lustful spirit. You're not even supposed to care how you look. 
People say, no, you're supposed to look good. You're supposed to want to look good for somebody. No, you're not. Because anybody who looks at you and they think of you in any type of way like that, where they're like, you look good or you look, you know, they appreciate your appearance. That's called lust. And to look at somebody with lust, to commit lust, to, to look at somebody with lust or to look at somebody and think they look good, that's committing, you know, adultery and fornication in the heart. And that's a sin. It's a sin to even find anybody attractive. You're not supposed to like nobody based off of their appearance at all. And it's funny how the whole world, you like the world be like, what is you talking about? So how do you find your husband or wife? You're not supposed to find them attractive. That's not supposed to matter. Their physical appearance is not supposed to matter. I don't care what you say. In the Bible, if you look in Old Testament or even in New Testament, they was marrying people based off of like i mean i feel like they mentioned the appearance maybe a few times in the bible but most of the time they was marrying people based off of their heart their beliefs and where they come from they was not marrying people based off of of appearance because that's committing lust to even look at somebody like that i don't even think that you're really supposed to you know look at your wife like that like honestly it's so confusing to me because I mean, of course you can, your wife, but, like, it's so confusing to me because it's, like, you're not supposed to lust, period. You're not supposed to lust, period. And when you read in the Bible and you focus, like, how you're supposed to, when you're really focused in the Bible, like, how you're supposed to, you don't. You simply do not. You look at people and you think they look beautiful, but the beautiful is not in a lustful way. You never see it like they look good. I'm attracted to them. You see it like everybody's beautiful in their own way. Like life is beautiful. That's how you see it. Like how you would say a puppy looks beautiful or a baby is beautiful. You don't see it in a like attractive, I'm attracted to you kind of way. And we think that's normal. Like we literally base all everything that we do based off how somebody looks, how somebody dresses. And, like, their appearance, like, we do that. And we don't realize that that's Satan. He's maneuvering so well in our lives where it's like now we got, like, he's creating division in that way. That's why it's so many people like, okay, there's pretty versus ugly or there's big versus little or there's light skin versus dark skin. Or there's, you know, European features versus African features or there's, you know, mixed versus, you know, just full black, whatever. Like all this stuff that's creating division and none of it matter you're not even supposed to be looking at their features it's really supposed to be all about the heart and how do you know somebody's heart just by looking at them exactly you don't it requires you getting to know somebody it requires you not judging people that's the point but like as i like as I worship God and got closer to God, I realized that everything that I thought mattered, everything that I thought, like, what what did that have to do with me loving God? I always loved God regardless. And then I realized it was creating barriers. It was putting, you know, chains over my heart. Like, when I would spend so much time in a mirror, getting my hair, doing my hair, doing my makeup. Like, over the years, God would say, do you know that you, how many hours you spent in a mirror? Like, at this point, like you gonna you gonna have looked back and noticed that you spent like half your life in the mirror and I was like what am I supposed to do like I like not even what am I supposed to do but just like I can't help that you know 
I want to look presentable or I like the way I, I like to look good or whatever, etc. And God is like, you don't even know. You don't even know what you're doing. You don't even know. And then I get closer to God and I realize that like I got sucked into the mirror literally. Like my soul got sucked into the mirror. And it's so many of us, we, we constantly stay looking at ourselves, making sure we look up to par and you know look being in a mirror can't walk past a mirror without looking in it you know and i don't know if you realize it but it was it 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 started somewhere it started somewhere where you couldn't get out the mirror at one point you never cared like that at one point you was not in the mirror that much at one point being in the mirror you know was like you know you had better things to do you was not even focused. Like, you, you barely notice a mirror when you walk past it. You see a mirror, and it's like, you forgot to even look at yourself. At one point, it was like that. It probably, when you was a kid, maybe it was like when you became a teenager. Who knows? But all I know is that's, at that point is when you, before you were sucked into the mirror. And if you ever look in a mirror, and you if you ever walk past a mirror, and you can't stop but to look at yourself and... I mean, you can't not stop and look at yourself and make sure you look up to par, etc. You need to understand that the person that who was able to walk past a mirror or see a mirror or be in a mirror and even forget to look at yourself in that manner, that person is stuck on the other side of that mirror. You got sucked into that mirror. And it's a spirit operating through you. And that's scary to think about. You need to understand that's not even you. Now imagine worshiping God and God trying to pull you out of that mirror. And you not even realizing that the whole time that hasn't been you all these years. Because you on the other side of the mirror. Now I still haven't found the name of this episode. But it's this episode um, of Fairly Odd Parents. And I don't really like cartoon shows and all that stuff like that. Like now because I realize a lot of that stuff was really like introducing kids to this demonic stuff this satanic stuff that's really going on in real life because i look back on at these shows and when i'm battling in the spirit now and i realize a lot of this stuff was in these shows subliminally so it's this show with timmy turner when he actually wished that you know his life was different he wished everything was the opposite he said he did not like his life no more i think he was upset with his parents and he was just so tired of his life and he wished for a different life and in this episode his fairly odd parent the fairly odd parents they warned him against it they warned him against it but he was like i don't care this is what i want you have to grant any wish i ask you you're my you you're my fairly odd parent so they said okay but you're gonna regret it and then they wish then they they granted his wish he ended up on the other side of the mirror and then the person that he met on the other side of the mirror was the, the complete opposite of him cool loved you know loved his life etc and then the person on the other side of the mirror wanted his life instead and he ended up jumping on the other side of the mirror leaving him in that world and then he got stuck there and he found out that the the other him was actually evil and he wasn't going to give him his life back so he had to do something very hard he had to figure it out on his own because he didn't even have his fairly odd parents by the end. And he had to figure out how to get back on the other side of the mirror. And what he realizes is that you need to appreciate what you have. And what he realizes is that, like, 
you know it's really it was such a creepy wicked world over there it was everything creeped him out and he thought it was everything he wanted but the longer he stayed the the less you know the less he was himself the more he drifted away and i feel like that's exactly what i'm dealing with that's exactly what i'm going through and i feel like that's that was the you know nickelodeon that show whatever their way of kind of like warning us kids when you stay watching these tv shows when you stay worried about social media when you stay worried about appearances being in the mirror worrying about being cool all this other stuff what you don't understand is you're kind of making a covenant in the spirit realm with a spirit to take the real you and possess your body with a demon that gives you everything that you're longing for then one day when you look back all those years have passed and you haven't even been yourself and you have to fight to get yourself back we don't understand that's what we really going through right now I've seen it. I've been in the spirit realm and I've seen that the spirits operating behind all of these people. And guess what everybody's doing? They're locked in cells in hell, being tortured. Their hearts, your hearts, our hearts are being tortured in hell somewhere. While demons walk around in our bodies. And we think it's us. And then one day we get snapped back into our bodies and we realize all that time I wasn't myself. It's the creepiest, scariest thing. Especially when you have to stay in this world and you have to still participate in these things that could, you know, you have to fight every single day, all day, fight this off, fight it off so that you don't go back into that, so that you don't slip back into that. And it's in everything. It's in the food. It's in the entertainment. It's in just the TV shows, the social medias, everything that we do, the clothes, the shoes, the phones, the posters, the movies, everything. It's in everything that we do. So you have to fight constantly. And the only way to fight is to keep the Lord by your side. You cannot fight no other way. You can't because when you think you fight on your own, you don't even realize you're not really fighting. Like, the devil got you distracted fighting something that's not, like, fighting pretty much something that's holding you off, that's keeping you distracted. And what you're really supposed to be fighting, only the Lord can identify it for you. Only the Lord can see past all this blinded stuff. You're too blinded to fight it on your own. Imagine just punching the air all day. That's pretty much what it is. You need the Lord to help you to see clearly because otherwise you're fighting nothing and it's funny how we fight nothing every day all day when we fight each other when we fight for these empty you know movements when why why is it ever a black lives matter movement or all lives matter movement or you know white versus black or all this other stuff when we all human and actually they 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 rub it in our face they put it all in our face all of the information is there for us to have it where it says that each and every single person each and every single race on this earth has at least one percent black so that means all lives matter then right because if black lives matter everybody black if every single body, every single person, every single race on this earth has at least 1% black in them, everybody's black. But we're fighting. 
and why because of race and we don't understand it meanwhile we while we are fighting about race and we're fighting white versus black etc satan know what the real fight is and it's in the spirit and it ain't got nothing to do with race because in the spirit color don't matter in the spirit it don't matter if you white or black you're gonna be in the same hell or the same heaven in the spirit it do not matter so while satan got us fighting against that he's sending us to hell in masses quicker faster and we blinded thinking we fighting a, a cause and we're not fighting the right cause the only cause we need to be fighting is anything that's pulling us away from what these scriptures say anything that's telling us to be disobedient to what the word of god is telling us Anything that says that Jesus is not the Messiah, anything that says that Jesus is not our Lord and Savior, anything that, you know, is pulling us, that there's anything outside of literally what God says. And I'm sure a lot of people with LGBTQ communities are like, oh, of course you will say that. Of course, everybody says that. Whatever, you know, everybody wants to blame it on LGBTQ. I didn't even say that. But yes, that's that counts. That counts because if the Bible says that's not okay, that's just simply what it is. All the extra explanation, all everything outside of that that's trying to make that make sense, you have to understand that is of the devil. Anything that's in the Bible is strictly just simply what it is. It's no, you know, there's no hidden meanings. Yes, it's yes, the you understand everybody understands the Bible. I mean, there's different understandings to the Bible. I mean, well, no, you understand the Bible, but you can. The more you read it, the more you understand it, the more of understanding you get and you get more information from it, the more you read it. But what it says is what you get. What you see is what you get with the Bible, because that's the truth. So there's no way to twist anything. If the Bible says man and woman and man and woman only, that's just what it is, period. Everything outside of that, even though it may seem like it's just boxing or it's restraining you from being, you know, free and creative or whatever you want to be. You need to understand that anything that's enticing you outside of that is the box, is the restraint, is the chains. And as long as we willingly accept those chains, we're going to stay in them. You have to reject them first. And that means admitting that the Bible is right. The Bible is true and nothing else no don't twist it don't you know add your extra only your only extra meaning to it or nothing because the funny thing about it i realize is that in this season where i'm growing closer to god like there's so many different things the devil want me to believe and try to add to god's character and the only thing i can do to fight off is to hold close and hold dear to what i know to what the bible says what i've known my whole life about jesus that he is forgiving and that he is loving and he has so much love and forgiveness for each and every single last one of us that he died on the cross for the forgiveness of all of our sins and that is just that so that we shall not perish but have eternal and everlasting life anything outside of that anything outside of his character being that accepting that unconditionally loving and that forgiving is a lie it's a trick and satan knows how to trick us because he knows what we want to hear and the funny thing about it is we don't even want to hear that 
it's funny because when Jesus brings you to the right standing, when he brings you to the right understanding, when he gets you where you need to really be and understanding him, you find out that that whole time, I never really cared about that. It was being placed on you. It was being, you were being hypnotized and brainwashed into believing that's something you wanted to fight for or cared about. You don't care about none of that. Trust me. What God said, he made us to worship him. That's all we really care about for real. And and I know you might look at yourself right now and say, nah, not me. But I'm telling you, that's what the devil wants you to think. As long as he got you thinking that you different, you, you know, you free spirited. You, you not, you know, like you not what the Bible said. The Bible too, you know, constraining. The Bible's boxing you in. No. No. That's what the devil wants you to think. Because it ain't no box you getting out of. It's a box you getting into. And the only person, the only one who will ever pull you out of that is Jesus because he loves you. The devil don't love you. He don't care about you. But I understand this is the thing. It's too tricky. It's no way to tell. The only way to tell is if you have Jesus. That's why it takes that first step of accepting him. If you don't accept him, then you'll never be able to see it. You'll never be able to see it. And that's what the, that's why the devil don't want you to accept him. Why you think everything always trickle back down to rejecting Jesus? No matter what it started. It started off with, you know what? I should be able to... You know, wear my hair weave whenever I want to wear my hair weave, however I want to wear my hair weave and wear makeup and wear, you know, wear whatever outfit I want to wear because it's my body and it's my freedom. And that's where it started. And then all of a sudden it trickled all the way down to reject Jesus because Jesus tell you you can't. That's what it always trickled down to because that's the devil's ultimate goal. It's not ever about anything else. And when it comes down to it, if you can't give up any of that stuff, just know, don't ever reject Jesus, though. Say, say you say, I can't give up none of I can't give up this or I can't give up that or I'm not willing to give up this or that. Yeah, I can't just go with that. Okay, well, just don't let none of that stuff ever get you to the point that you reject Jesus. Because that's all it's really meaning to do It's just doing it little by little. But. Over time, I guess we got we we got our we got our world to what it is now, and a lot of times God said, "Just leave them in their sin." But it's not because He don't love us; it's just because He's tried and tried and tried to pull us away from this, and tried and tried and tried to put us in a direction we need to be going in, and we fight for this stuff. So He said, "Whatever." eventually they'll run themselves into the ground and i'll be right here waiting for them when they realize where they need to be he didn't forcefully say get over here no he said i'll be here whenever you realize it and that's not if you ever realize it that's when you ever realize it because it's going to come a day when it's too far it got too far and the devil stopped hiding 